exhausting. There you go. Very high voice. Who's singing that? Everybody has a summer holiday. Things they always wanted to. That's crap. That is crap. And I am here to tell you <laughs> that it's summer holidays. I'm not doing everything I want to do. Welcome to a special New Year's festive edition of the Hot Flash, the world's premier podcast for the perimenopausal. And you're joined by me, Mrs. Woog, and my co-host. <gasps> Mrs. Berry. Hello, everyone. We hope that you're all settled in with a nice cup of tea or a scotch and coke or a whatever you fancy. Whatever is getting you through the heat, humidity, the kids, the husbands. The families. Family traffic, except I don't condone dry, drinking while driving. Oh no, that's not a good idea. No, the eating, the eating. We've got a lot to cover off in this so episode. So much to Kim. cover off on. And I just want to shout out to our new members of the Hot Flash community. Yes, there's been quite a few coming over the uh, just from our last episode until now. So welcome. And also, I've been like shamelessly promoting us on Mama Mia's podcast Facebook page. <laughs> And maybe on the other big podcast Facebook pages. So thank you for joining us and hope we can entertain you as best we can. I love that you're doing that. What well, do they call that? That, that? Isn't that, um, oh, no, it's gone out of my head. Sorry, I'm pretty it's, sure it's illegal. Oh, something it's like, subter, like subterfuge marketing, but that's not it. Um, you know, subliminal, subliminal marketing, you know. Wow, I'm on the ball, aren't I? Even I'm beating it. I'm going the hot flush. And then someone said, are you allowed to uh, um, promote your own podcast? And I was like, shut up, Yale. <laughs> Yale. Dobber. Come on. Hey, um, first things first. Yes. Give me the lowdown of Christmas. Christmas Eve here. Um, interesting Woog side plus my mum and wicked stepmother. Uh, it was very nice. Two of them aren't speaking to each other, so that was quite funny because it's always my side of the family that has the drama and never his. Um, just ate oh. too much. Yeah. You know, next day, get up, go out to the hell spot that is Windsor. Not that I think Windsor's ugly, it's lovely, but Jesus, on the Christmas day, it can pump out the heat. It's so hot. Every year you go out there, it's it feels to me like it's 48 degrees. It is 48 degrees, Kim. So we sat at mum's house all day while she cooked the meat and she doesn't have great aircon. And then we did the last oh, minute switcheroony no. over to my sister's house who has a pool and aircon. Um, and that was fine. It was uneventful. There was one family member didn't come. But there's always, there's, you know, it's not Christmas unless there's a bit of drama in our family. Um, but we had a lovely time. All the kids playing, cousins. Nice. Yeah. Terrific. Great food. My God. My mum does this rolled pork thing. Oh, and roasted. I think every family does a signature thing. Yeah, she does a signature everything though. Yeah, she really knocks it out of the. I do time. too. You know, not to put not to put big tickets on myself, mm. but I do. And New Year's Eve was spent with neighbours, and here we are today. Here we are. And what about you? Uh, um, my dad and stepmother the Sunday before Christmas. Boys went to the the Wasband on Christmas Eve. What did he give them? Uh, $50 Visa card. That's thoughtful. Mm, yeah. Gave Oscar a, like a toy fart machine mm -hmm. and the voucher. Uh, Jasper got some sort of clock uh, and the voucher. Felix got 
the voucher. Oh, and a game of beer pong. But they also gave him beer pong for Christmas last year. So that was a nice touch. <laughs> um, and Grover got a baseball bag, which he specifically asked for, found it on the website and like on, and actually put it in front of him, you know, yeah. the husband, and went, I want that. Yeah. So he got a gift and the $50. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, sure. And then, yeah, and then Christmas Day was really low-key. Just us and my brother and his partner. So it was very, it was really, what it was do you actually give for really Christmas? nice. What do they give you? Oh, so it uh, was, this, this is actually going to be segueing into one of our readers' okay. furors. Uh, air quotes, the boys, air quotes, bought me uh, two lovely pairs of earrings mm. and a Woman's Weekly cookbook, the, the retro one with uh, the, oh gosh, her name's just fallen out of my head. Margaret Fulton? No, the woman who has basically been the foundation of the Woman's Weekly kitchen for like oh, decades and decades and decades. And she's put out a book, um, a hardcover, beautiful hardcover cookbook with all of sort of the Woman's Weekly sort of classic hits. And there's so many recipes in it that I did. Like beef Wellington? Yeah, and there's this, it's called an apple charlotte. It's not a proper you know if someone's a real foodie it's not a proper one but it's literally like an apple pie but you do it in like a a, a rectangular dish or you can do it in anyway it's an apple pie but then you put passion fruit icing on the top it's so bloody good it's so good anyway it was on the back cover and as soon as i saw it, i don't have to buy that just for that oh really so that's what the boys yeah, bought me the boys bought me some uber cake earrings some lovely oh. pajamas thanks boys yeah so one of our readers, um, she got a bit irate and, and text messages in saying that they were they were unwrapping their Christmas presents and her husband said, what did we get my mum? And I don't know. And I was looking, thinking about this and while I was doing my Christmas shopping and I was watching women running around with lists and it's true. It's so true. I didn't see one. There's all those memes shopping. that go around at this time of year saying, you know, one of my, you know, one of my happy, you know, one of the most exciting moments on Christmas Day is, you know, when, when my children unwrap their presents and their father gets to see what we bought them as well. <laughs> and Rob actually had this incident in Adelaide with his mum and dad and his brother, and they were actually all together for the first time in a long time, and, um, and which apparently that was weird in and of itself. And then his dad sort of said to his mum at some point, is there something I have to sign? As in, is there a card I need to write my name in? In the other room. Is there something I need to sign in the other room? So even though they're not together anymore. <gasps> that. Rob, like, and Rob has such opinions about this stuff. No, it's Alison. And, and I'll, I'll write. The miracle of Christmas. Kids' presents miraculously appear, wrapped on Christmas morning. The man says, what did we buy my mum this year? I love that. We. What did we buy? My God. You fuck all, Mr. Thorne. You bought no blowjobs for 2019. That's what you bought. Alison, you're not the only one. Trust me on this one. I can see you're getting some replies to that as well. Yeah, and so that and was... And she says, but she's very bitter. I would be too. Yeah. Because I, I wonder how many years she's been getting that. Oh, and then she keeps going, Alison. I hope that's okay. Um, and they said, what does his mother think about this behaviour? Oh, she'd think nothing, nothing of it because she did it. She's an enabler from way back. Yeah. I won't keep going. No. No. Um, but yeah. There was another great meme that was going around talking about, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And it was, I want to, 
I want to not have to tackle the, the crowds of Christmas shop, you know, Christmas shopping. I want to go to bed at a reasonable hour and I want to, uh, you know, wake up with a cup of coffee being delivered to me in the morning, just like my husband does every year. There's a lot of angry women out there. I know. And I want to start changing up how we do this. And the other thing I want to say is we don't need shit. Let's cut the crap. Let's cut the gifting out of Christmas. It's so full of shit. And my kids just open it and go, next, open it, and next. And yeah. I'm like, and then they all just get gift cards now because they're of the age that that's what they want. Except yeah. Jack was horrified because he got a Smibble gift card. Oh. He's in your seven. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you were addicted to Smibble, but I'm in your seven. Okay. Just keep updating the file, mate. Well, the two little boys pooled their JB Hi-Fi gift cards together. Smart. And they bought the... Um, VR kit for the PlayStation. And I had thought to myself, those they should pull it and just buy the VR because I'd looked at it and went, I'm not spending that. Can I just got to get the air conditioner out. Yeah, out I'm, I'm I'm starting to sweat. I'm starting to sweat. Um, and, uh, Don't you love it? He has it on 18. Yeah. What do you have it on? 20. No, 18. Well, I might have to get a jumper. Anyway, let's see how we go. <laughs> um, and... Uh, and so, and then I thought, no, because one of them will think it's a great idea, the other will hate it, and then one will feel bad, and one will be narky that they did it. And, and any Rob and I were buying sheets, as you do, down the down the hallway, down the hallway, Jesus, down the um, corridor, and at the mall, and we go back down to J- meet the boys down at JB, and the boys just come out going, we're going to pull our cards and like get the get the VR thing for the PlayStation, and I'm like. Perfect. Yeah. And they did. And they have, yeah, they've just been playing it ever since. Awesome. And to, and nicely. What's that like? I don't know. Do you know what? The, the sibling playing together and doing things together nicely thing that has not been around for a while. The, the little boys did always get on and then they've been in that normal yuck zone. And then I bought, a, I really lashed out. And bought the kid, the cats, one of those, it's $49 from Kmart, and it's about a metre and a half tall or something, cat tower things, yep. that you then had to put together. And the two of them sat there and built it together, following the instructions, no raised voices, no tents. Were you in the room? No, no tents, anything. I was like, in the kitchen. One eye like. And just like. No padding, thing, no sudden. Padding goodness. around, like not wanting to bang saucepans or anything in case it would. Clang them out of this stupor of like niceness. The stupor of niceness. Yeah. I barely, rarely see that around these parts. No, no. And they've been great. They've been like just playing with the VR together and playing really like sharing and not, you know. I know. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's... Can we talk about the fact that we're all going on a summer holiday? Yes. Everyone's in bloody Japan that I oh, know. I know. Or Hawaii. Yes. Hi, Steph. Hi, Steph. Steph's moving. I know. To San Francisco, but we can talk about it when we're off. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Can you imagine doing a big, a big adventure like that, like moving your family overseas somewhere? Oh, she's she's well practiced in that. She is well practiced. But imagine, I want us to go to New York, but mm. it would just be when when Rob and I sort of try and like go. Okay, if we did it. Mm. It just because I would have to have a get it like have a job to be going to as well. Otherwise, all the visas and all the. I think living in New York is so different from visiting New York. Yeah, I want it. 
I want it bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where are you going? I am taking the boys. I'm bundling them all in the berry bus tomorrow, and we're driving to Melbourne. Because nothing says more relaxing than road trip. Road trip? What, 10 hours? With Probably 12 by the end of it. boys. How yep. many Maccas runs are you going to do? Oh, I reckon if we don't stop at Maccas three times, I will be disappointed. <laughs> I might see how many fillet of fish I can eat in oh, one day. Oh, no. <laughs> now, what's the weather due to be like when you're down there? So, tomorrow's hot like it is here, but then Friday, they're really turning on. It's going to be 40. 40. But the long-range forecast after that says sort of from 22 to 26. You know, I've been checking the app so like I can totally 18 times a day. Yeah, because we're old now and that's what we do. And then ringing my mother to see how she's coping out in 42 degree heat. Um, can, is she is she staying hydrated? Yes, thank God. We Actually, one of my sisters bought her a Britax water filter that she has to show her at the end of every day that has been drunk. Because <laughs> when you're old, you forget to drink water, you end up in hospital. Yeah. Take it from two girls who know, yeah. don't we? Yes. Um, so she doesn't have air con... And so my sister, my other sister, I've got so many sisters, is staying there at the moment because she's just moved back from Melbourne. Oh, and okay. the other day they found themselves in the hallway at 2am just like almost crying because of the heat. <laughs> in the what? In the hallway, oh. crying in the middle of the night because they couldn't sleep. <laughs> oh, darling. There was that night, just, there was that night. It was that night. Oh. It was that night. It was horrible. And I was just like, because I, I can't. I lose all rational thought. So I can't do that whole, you're just being silly, it's just hot. Or I will actually try that. I just used to be silly, it's just hot, just have a cool shower. And I, but I can't, like I'm just like, fucking going to die. I can't live in this. And now like, I'm going to stop sleep this and is, then I'm going to know that. Yeah, and then, and then how this is never going to end. It's just going to be like this for fucking ever. And I'm just never not going to have boob sweat. And like, and I can't like, oh my God, why do my pits smell different than they used to? My pits used to smell really good and now they smell really bad. And like, they smell bad because you don't shave them. I know. Mm. No, but do you know what? I lasered them. You know how I lasered them? Mm-hmm. And then they looked like naked mole rats. And now they've grown back. But my BO is different to what it was before. You're still with us. Thank you for joining us at the <laughs> Speaking of perimenopausal, we had a question from a lovely listener who wants to know what the fuck's going on with the sweats. Oh. Do we have any scientific talk... Um, Things that we can talk about. Have a look it up and just see why. She says she sits down to eat a hamburger. Oh, yes, the eating sweats. Yeah. Yeah, I get them too. As soon as you sit, but I also get it drinking alcohol. Oh, really? So drink alcohol or eat and then it's So just... you've had half a gin and tonic now, have you got it? Yeah, I had it before we put the aircon on. Oh, okay. It was starting. Yeah. What is your husband doing out there? Because there is about to be a, a severe thunderstorm come through. So is he seriously like washing the... I don't know what he's doing. I don't care. God, I can't wait for him to go back to work. I'll tell you. <laughs> We're going to get back to that one as well. So sweats. I got the hand sweats on Christmas Day. Just pork sweats, actually. Cause oh, yeah. Pork, pork sweats are real. Yeah. But you don't get it when you have prawns. You can't get prawn sweat. No. It's meat sweats. It's meat sweats. Mm. Mm. It's like red wine paranoia, like the day after you've had red wine. Oh, I don't drink red wine. Yeah, apparently. Well, no, yes, I do know from when I was, I used to drink red wine when I was like in my 20s and stuff. But yeah, you get, as well as a hangover, you actually get this sort of paranoia and, and it tends to only happen with red wine. Is that right? Yeah. And 
I um, recently learned that if you uh, take drugs, so let's say you go out clubbing or whatever and you take ecstasy and you take... Like we all do. Yeah. All yeah, the time. All the time. <laughs> yeah. You take ecstasy and then you take something like LSD. They have this thing, let's say it's a, Thursday, a Friday or a Saturday night, they have this thing called Suicidal Tuesday. Jesus. And you have to make sure, like, and this is one of the whole things. It's like, not fun. The, there's this thing in, in you know, sort of communities or subsets of the population. It's interesting all these people dying from pills in these festivals. It's yeah. so sad. So um, there's a thing sort of within communities where, you know, recreational drug use is part of their, mm. their life. That they know to look after each other and check in and stuff on that Tuesday. Which I think is amazing because, like, you can say, well, you shouldn't do it. They're going to, kids are going to do it. They're going to do it. I've got nephews who are in that scene. And it's like, it's insanity. It is insanity to say, we're not going to do pill testing because if we do that, that's giving a blanket message that you should take pills. What? Like, that is not even a logical progression of thought. They're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Well, we're doing the real high dog voice now. I know, sorry. That was bad, wasn't it? Um, but the Suicidal Tuesday thing, apparently what happens is when you take those sort of mind-altering drugs that, that basically use pretty much all the dopamine or all the whatever it is in your brain. That's the good stuff that you want. The good stuff it? because yeah. it just puts you onto a high. But then you literally, it's basically I get like, dopamine when I eat donuts. <laughs> same. I had a donut today from that that Italian bakery in Camaray. Yeah. And they do the Italian bombolini. Oh. <laughs> why didn't you bring me one, you bitch? Yeah, I don't know. Why didn't I? You there was two, look, there's two left at home. There's two left at home on the oh, bench. Oh, and you're telling me this now. I know that's bad, isn't it? That's bad. Anyway, um, and so it's basically stripped your brain of it, and so you've got to wait for your brain to start reproducing it. So on the tu- like by the Tuesday, you just get these complete depressive thoughts, and and then it goes. Yeah, but, but still, like for someone who's very interested in the chemical makeup of my brain and how I try yeah. and keep it balanced, that's yeah. a pretty scary. Yeah. Thought. Well, it's. I mean, you know, not that specifically because I've only sort of learnt that recently, but like that notion of it's doing stuff to my brain chemistry and my brain, I know my brain chemistry is incredibly fragile. Me too. I'm a very resilient human, but my brain chemistry... Me too. Just, it just like, yeah. And I know a lot of our listeners go the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, So anyway, I'm just looking up, I'm actually just looking up menopausal food sweats. (laughs) I wonder how many people out there are understanding what we're talking about. I I like to get them uh, at the hairdressers where I just want to rip off everything. Um, Oh. Where were they the other day? Okay, this is from WebMD, so we all know how real that is. Um, Plant-based foods that have isoflavones or plant estrogens work in the body like a weak form of estrogen. For this reason, soy may help relieve menopause symptoms, although research is unclear. Some may help lower cholesterol levels and have been suggested to relieve hot flashes. I'm so glad we call them hot flashes, not flashes. Because it's not a flash. There's nothing flashy about it. Uh, And night sweats. Now, I actually wrote an article, which is about two articles ago on the blog, Wounds World, about this. Yes. About, like, how certain... Certain foods. Soy foods, like, uh, increase your estrogen. Yes. Alfalfa. Yeah, it's really can you fun and, foods. Can you... <laughs> Soybeans. Soybeans and alfalfa. Tofu. I'm just like... <gasps> oh, yes, and then the tofu police got onto me because I said tofu tastes like crud. And they're like, well, you oh. obviously had the wrong tofu. And you're not eating the right type of tofu. It's a silky tofu from <coughs> Botswana. And I'm like, dude, I also don't really like tomato. Like, <laughs> it's just a personal thing. 
pretty much the only way I really like tofu is um, doing it the way um, Ruth Bruton, also known as Gourmet Girlfriend, she does this Szechuan pepper and salt Well, anything's going to taste good with that. So basically it's deep fried tofu in a shitload of spicy pepper and salt. You can put a like, that's delicious. I'll eat that every day. Yeah, if you do that to an old shoe, I'd eat that. Okay, so this is boring. These are just saying what, what it makes menopause better. I don't want to know what makes it better. I want to know why it's so fucked in the first place. <laughs> Can I stop night sweats naturally? Oh, no. Just take the drugs. Oh, here we go. Can I stop night sweats naturally? Work on your weight. Fuck off. Fuck off. Work on your weight? Yeah. Women who are overweight or obese are more likely to have frequent hot flushes. Ugh. Exercise. Stop smoking. Include soy in your diet. Mm. Stock up on tanks and cardigans. Oh, now they're just taking the piss. Like I said, a tank shit. top. Control the air temperature. Oh, okay, because I am God. <laughs> Keep, oh, and then it says, pay attention to potential triggers. That's what I'm trying to find out, you moron. Okay, I'm referencing my article now, which is uh, called um, Madness Takes Its Toll. Please have the exact change. Get it? <laughs> oh, um, wow. Soy foods, including soybeans, tofu, miso. What is miso? Miso is that fermented paste. You can make soups out of it, like miso soup. It's soup and what's that? So, what's that? Tempeh. Tempeh is actually lovely. It's fermented soybeans. Read the next sentence in the article. Fucking hippie food. <laughs> Nowhere does it say McNuggets are going to make you better. Actually, McNuggets are probably going to make you sweat. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have we covered that one off, do you think? Mm. Not really helpfully, but hopefully you'll know that you're not mm. alone. But I got the ham sweats on Christmas Day. Um, so the Royal Women's Hospital in Melbourne is saying reduce your stress levels. Oh, fuck. Oh, Increase your physical activity and avoid triggers for hot flushes can help to ease menopause figures. Yeah, but what are the triggers? <clears throat> oh, avoiding hot flush triggers. Spicy food and hot food or drinks. Using a hairdryer. Hot baths. Cigarettes, caffeine and alcohol. And weight gain. Well, they're all my favourite things. Well, I'm sorry, universe, but you can... I'm sorry, you just fuck right off. Like, that is actually just being a woman. Yeah. But and that's just being a, that's not even just being a woman, that's being a human. Well, that's what everyone says. Diet and exercise, diet and exercise. It was so easy to lose weight. Everyone would have done it. Mm. There is not one size fits all for everyone. Everyone is no. different. What works for someone is not going to work for you necessarily. <laughs> I know what works for me. Our beautiful friend um, in Melbourne, Shay, put up a thing today on, in on Instagram saying, um, uh, I feel, uh, you know, I feel so fat. And uh, uh, I'm so fat. And then the boy next to her saying, no, you're beautiful. And she said, I said I was fat, not <laughs> ugly. <laughs> okay, we're going to change tack. Yeah, now. let's change tack. Now that we're, we've got our snark on a little bit. We do a little bit. I've been very, in. very snarky. Okay, so normally everyone does. What's your New Year's resolution? And you always set yourself up to fail by because you can always wait and get rich and find love and yeah you know, it's all that shit and we've yeah. done that for 45 years now and we're over it mm. so the good folk over at mamma mia decided to introduce something called the word of the year so they've all come up with their words and their words are like oh god what are abundance they abundance oh! inspire and um it's not just them it, it took off around the world and all these 
inspirational online entrepreneurs have jumped on this bandwagon oh. now to share their word of the year. And I was recently asked... This is why humans can't have nice things. I was recently asked, Mrs. Wu, what's your word of the year? And I didn't think twice. I said, punch. <laughs> it came from nowhere. It just came from my gut, from my instinct. I listened to my heart and my head and I said, punch. What's your word of the year? Don't think twice about it. Guys. Okay, now ask me again. What's your word of the year? Sustenance. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Sustenance. Food. Sustenance. I'm still thinking about that fucking donut you didn't bring me, by the way. So am I. Sustenance. Because there was two. I could have cut them in half. We could have had... You sound like you should go and work in that office. Where did sustenance come come from? from. We'll try it one more time, okay? Okay. What's your word of the year? Go. Murder. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. We are, we are. I think it was under there the whole time. You were just trying to... Because we've been talking about miso and tempeh. Yeah. No, but now, like you know, what would what would I want? Because I always sort of I started to reach this point with this whole you know New Year's resolution. I just thought, just you, you always set yourself up for the fall. So yeah. I'm setting myself up for something, you know. And basically, it was that I will not actually kill someone. I may want to kill them, mm-hmm. but I will not kill anyone. And I'm so I'm winning on that score. That's mm-hmm. a life win. Excuse me, listeners. Yes, are you off? Right. Oh, no. Okay. See you down. Have a good time. Have you got enough money for dinner? Okay. So that's the other good thing when your kids get older, you young'uns out there with your young'uns, they tend to go out a lot. Oh, how great is that? It is. And, but they just don't need you either. I know. So Rob and I went back to his... Rob has been at my place. Okay, can I give you a little bit of a backstory? Because most of our listeners remember when we when last year... Uh, and how it almost broke me, and I had to empty out the whole back of the house. Remember, it was the year before last, and remember Felix had just finished the HSC, and then just to put our feet up after that emotionally torrid experience, we had to basically empty out the entire back half of our house. Yep. And I got rid of a quarter of a tonne. I do recall. Of things. And then I then proceeded in the time since then, I have got rid of another quarter of a tonne mm-hmm. out of the garage and just some more stuff out of the house. Yep. And now the painter is coming tomorrow to do the other half of the house, the three bedrooms and the Can hallway. I ask what colour you're painting? White. Because mum's paying for it and I'm not going there. Yep. I'm just, we do not need to start bringing in choice or <laughs> discussion. Yep. It's just white. So Which white? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a colour. It's like your walls. This is hogs, hogs bristle quarter strength. I think that's what it, I think it is something like that. Because yes. isn't, because hogs brittle or bristle is, bristle is quite like, popular. Bog standard. Yeah. So we've been emptying out three bedrooms and Rob, who a couple of weeks ago said to me, that when he was over at our house, he said, I'm not here for a visit. I'm not here for a little mini holiday. I'm here to stand beside you in the trenches. And I was just like, wow. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I did. I just went, who are well, you? I, like, I have one of those, so I know what it's like. Yeah. But I know you've never had one of I've those. I've never had one. So it's been this really interesting, wonderful thing and where I'm starting to realise I don't need to do everything. No. And, and he'll just, and I'll just... But the thing about him and the thing about lots of glorious men out there is they can see what needs to be done. Mm. There's a lot of them that can't see it. Yeah. 
And he's starting to this 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 weekend just gone or whatever day. See, I don't even know what day it is. Wednesday. Um, I noticed because he actually said to me this morning, it will reach a point where I won't have to ask you how yeah. what needs to be done or what how I can help or whatever. And I said, you don't you didn't see it, but the, this last visit or stay, there were things that you just did, mm. and I didn't. That was pleasing. Yeah, and I said you also need to know that that time when you just were sitting on the lounge with the boys, talking about the VR stuff and watching them and, also and guiding them through. I said that is air quotes stuff, mm. and that stuff is certainly really good stuff for four boys. Really, Im- really important. And I said I get that stuff all the time, mm. so I don't. So to me, that's just as important. Anyway, so we've been cleaning out these bedrooms, and. No, I can't remember why I was telling you that story. I don't even know why I'm here. What room is this? Who are you? I don't know. What day is it? I'm not sure. Can I have, well, another, can I have another gin? Yes. We're going to take a quick break. What was I telling no, you that story we'll, for? Oh, we'll, we, we'll go back because we're going to come back. <laughs> Marie Kondo has just released her new show on Netflix <laughs> called How to like Tidy the Fuck Your House Up or something like that. Do so, you know how infuriating this is going to be to listeners? Because they'll be yelling at me in their yeah, car. I know. Or, like, so on if, if you know, going, let us know. Yeah. Um, Just coming. I don't want you names anymore. Okay, we'll see you after the break. <laughs> Hang on, I just want to pause it. And welcome back to the Hot Flush. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Woog, and my um, Mrs. Berry. And we just totally lost our train of thought. So I really apologise to you all who just must be getting so frustrated that you're like, no, you started on this point and now you've just given us a story, but there's no resolution. So sorry about that. So, but we we then were very proud to remember one of our flushes uh, announced on our Facebook page, which if you haven't joined, you're missing out. Um, the hot flush on Facebook, and she said she went into a room this week and realized and remembered why she was there. We all herald her as an absolute hero. Good times. Good, Good times, times when that happens. Okay, so today Netflix dropped the Marie Kondo series now Marie Kondo is famous for folding tiny bits of clothes and holding clothes and things and seeing if they spark your joy what's the nearest thing to you that you could grab that would spark your joy right now if you could look at things around here what would spark your joy well I I would actually say my phone because that connects me to everyone and that brings me happiness and joy. And I'm reaching for the... But it was a very tough call for me to say that over my gin and tonic. My gin and tonic sparks my joy. How good is a gin and tonic in summer? so lovely. And it's a grown-up's drink. It's a grown-up's drink. Do you know what my drink, what my my, um, signature cocktail is now? Margarita? A Southside. Do you know what a South Side has? Yes, it? but we have to get back to Marie Kondo. Oh, sorry, Marie Kondo. Uh, Marie Kondo. So her her series uh, dropped today. So I started watching it, and I've never like it was like an anxiety trigger. I had to turn it off. She's this tiny, gorgeous little Japanese lady yeah. that goes into people's houses or like chaos, yeah. um, and is so ever politely. It's not like Gordon Ramsay running yeah. in and saying you're yeah. fucked. She's like, and she makes them go through everything. I only watched. 20 minutes of it before I threw my phone at the wall because it was annoying me. Yeah. Um, but she's a huge phenomenon, successful author, and now she's like going into people's houses and teaching them how to live the Marie Kondo way. What would you think of your house right now, do you think? Well, considering three rooms of my house have currently been dumped into one room and my back veranda, 
Uh, not very much. Well, this house was quite chaotic. It didn't seem to face her at all. And before she starts, she, like, kneels down and gives thanks to the house. Oh, <laughs> just... And then you have to go around the house and hold everything and you go... I am breathing in the white light and breathing out the black <laughs> smoke just at the thought of it. spark. So what Joy. do you do? Are you meant to just throw it out and then what? Write it in your own blood on the wall? Like I don't... Okay, I'm going to come at this from a completely uneducated, having read nothing, been nowhere except for hearing about this notion of just her... Just be careful because she's got lots of fans. I don't care. <laughs> and I know that I may turn around and somehow read one of her books, even though I am still yet to have completed an entire book for about five years, uh, because it's really good when you want to be an author. Uh, so, you know, I may read it and go, I'm so sorry, I take it all back. I just, I should have read it and only come from an educated point of view. But at the moment, I'm just going to go... You can't tell her to fuck off, though, because she's too nice. Yeah. And look, I get it. Like, I do actually get the decluttering thing, because how did I clean... A quarter of a ton out of one half, like half a ton. I've cleaned out half a ton of rubbish out of my house in the last, you know. Well, that was like on um, the two days ago. I got a couple of like gift cards for Christmas, so I went to Chatswood Chase and I walked around. I just I didn't want anything. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, And I'm in in exactly. Well, actually, no, that's not entirely true because at the moment I'm like. We really need a new lounge because our lounge is a sofa bed lounge and the la- the bed has broken. So now that it, it is seriously between that and the roof falling in in my car, I am skirting so close to white trash territory. It's just beyond a joke. So we have a new lounge. I'm rearranging the boys room because I just think putting Felix, my six foot four, 18 year old into his king single top bunk where he has slept since year five. That's got disaster written on Has disaster written. So we're going to rearrange rooms. So I need to buy, uh, you know, a bigger, like, oh, God. Anyway, it just goes on and on. <laughs> but I get that idea. I get the idea of, of why are you holding on to stuff. Living with less clutter. And we are we are quite minimalist in yeah. the house. We don't have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, because I'd rather spend my money on well, beautiful food or holidays or... I don't um, need the latest television or Yeah. So I actually I've booked I've booked Jasper into a a musical theatre drama camp for a whole week when we get back from Melbourne. It's cost me fortune. But I know he'll get so much out yeah. of it. And then Grover by the end of the school holidays would have been to three two day baseball camps because this is now his thing and you know and I said to I said to Rob, oh God, you know, like don't really have the money to be doing this, but I figure I'll do that rather than spend a fortune at Christmas. And yeah, and he just went, experiences matter more. Yeah, absolutely. Experiences matter more than stuff. Absolutely, and that's what the I have a problem with, like the Instagram influencers who like are urging you to like just yeah. go and buy all this shit. I'm like, you don't need it. It's not gonna make you any happier. No, no. Oh, we are ranty today. <laughs> I'm going to move on to um, one of our girls. We've got some reader questions. One of our beautiful women is struggling with how to curb her holiday eating. Um, I've got no answer. Yeah, I don't either. (laughs) I just say this is the time that you fucking go for that and you have that extra salty potato scallop. Yeah, by the sea, and you yeah. have that glass of wine with lunch. Have cream pub. on everything. Have cream on everything. Have that cocktail at like, three o'clock in the afternoon. Honestly, just 
It will it will happen. It yeah. will happen. Yeah. And I think you've got until Australia Day to keep enjoying holiday food. I once heard someone um, say when it was Melbourne Cup, like this is and they said, Oh, Melbourne Cup. From it's, Melbourne Cup to Australia Day, there are no just rules. Australia just goes on holiday. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just like, like Don't yeah. stress about it. We're all doing it. Yeah. Um like go for it. Yeah. Still yeah. still cranky about you on that donut. I know. I'm um, so sorry about another that. Another thing that... What, what's been your favourite thing to be eating these ho- this holiday season? I've, I've eaten probably 17 generations of prawns. <laughs> I have not had... I've not had a prawn this season. I have been prawn-tasting it wow. all over. And Never are you, met a prawn. Are you a, like... are you a prawn expert in that you know the different yes. sorts and which yep. ones are the best? And, and Don't so... buy the big ones. Medium... Yeah. Medium Australian uh, yamba prawns are very, very good. Yamba prawns. Yeah. So mm. I've been eating a lot of prawns, just like chucking them down. Oh, that's well, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking it to the, to the trifle. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a savoury girl. You are a savoury, yeah. Um, I have been eating a lot of cheese. There's been a lot of cheese platters in my house. Yes. Because just people coming over and, and uh, yeah, so there's been... It's been quite a vast. Well, I've been over at Mrs. Cheese. Goodman's for a few events, and that woman can put a platter together. Her platters are actually almost intimidating. They are <laughs> intimidating. That is the perfect word for a Mrs. Goodman platter. Um, yeah. Just the thought that goes into each cheese, each placement yeah. Yeah. of each. In, oh, it's, I could eat it every night for dinner. Yeah, same. Do you know, I could. I could just eat, like, sort of a bit of a cheese platter and maybe a cured meat or, yeah, you know, or, or maybe some, um, you know, maybe And some... there is not a Jats in sight. Although, have been have been going on a little bit of a run of a Jats and a smoked oyster. Ooh. Yeah. With a dash of Worcestershire sauce on it. That is straight oh, from the season. so 70s. good. Straight from the season. So 70s. good. Okay, lazy husbands on holidays. I know that there's a lot of you talking about this on Facebook um, and you're at home, you're yet to go on your holidays or maybe you're holidaying at home and your husband's on holidays. So you can't do all those sneaky behaviours that you like to do. <laughs> Let's face it, girls. Like, it, it, it's just impossible. Yeah. Um, uh, half of them are out there doing jobs, but there are more and more of these husbands who are just annoying. And so the was, around they the husband just to just the husband just well, he used was a to great surface one. at like ten. He was a great one. And then he'd just make a coffee and then just move to the lounge and put the cricket on. The fact that that man did not have his cock and balls sliced <laughs> off with a blunt knife. You were is a different actually, person back then. I was a different person. You were allowed that behaviour to happen. Yeah. And it's not your fault. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of women are going, I just want them to get back to work. And then you've got all the retirees, wives of retirees or partners of retirees going, this is my life now. Mm. I remember when my father-in-law was set to retire and my mother-in-law was just going, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then one of the first few days when he was, when he did retire, she was hanging the washing out at the line and she turned to get something out of the basket and bumped into him. <laughs> he was standing back. He didn't know what to do. What to do, Lenny? <laughs> did 
doing what I fucking always do. And then she's just like, I'm just, Boris. I'm just going to the shops to just get some, you know. And then you go, oh, I'll come too. And she's like, oh, no. And then, of course, she said she'd just like to potter. And you go, what are we going in here for? I hate that. And Mr. Wig does it all the time. We like oh. to divide and conquer when we go to the supermarket. I said, you go here, I'll go here, and I'll meet you back there. And you go, no, let's just do it all together. And I'm like... What, so you can judge me because I'm buying another bottle of wine? <laughs> I'm like, no. Get off. Let's I, have a look at some of our readers' uh, Yes. Oh, and I think maybe that ties into the conversation that one of our readers was raising about what, what you do when suddenly you're an, em- the, an you're empty at home nester. on your own. You're an empty nester. Well, this I thought was a really interesting topic to, to cover off. So I – this particular – she's single – uh, and she's got grown-up kids who have recently left the house. Yeah. Um, I can't think of lots of things I'd like to do. Oh, I'd start just being a nudist. That'd be one of the first things. I well, my mum, you know, lost her. I'd eat pasta beloved, every night. Beloved, my mum lost her beloved husband, and you know, basically my dad two and a bit years ago. Um, and she gets it now. Like, like she's like, oh, I just got to cook. I have to eat something. And she's like, I'll just have some eggs on toast. She's lost so much weight. <laughs> That's like my mum. Mum eats a chop. She has a chop, one potato, and some couple of bits of broccoli. And then she wonders why she, you know, feels faint and dizzy and has no energy. Don't get me started. Um, so this is no, Janine. Do you know what, Janine? I, I, really, I, I really don't know because at the moment my house is anything but empty. <laughs> But I do know what it felt like when Felix was going to uni and how undid it made me. Like how it was just, and then he went and it sort of found its, it found its own rhythm, but I still had others there to balance that out. So Janine's only 56, so she's she's a young chicken. And then she says she was all prepared and excited, but reality hit and it will probably take some time to get used to. Janine, I'm not sure where you live or, or what sort of, person you are like some people love their own company whereas like i i like my own company for a bit yeah but then i need but, other people but then i need other people because otherwise i spent too much time in my mind yes um i don't know where you live but you could think about maybe airbnb in a room oh god get a little extra income that's a great idea i've got friends who are doing it and you know especially if you're looking at the room that we're in if you've got your own entrance into yeah. a room I'm just throwing questions, things out there that you could could occupy your time. I also don't know if you're working. And also, are you dating? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things, and I, I know that it would be a big shock to the system waking up every morning and sort of having to put up with Carl Stefan. They even know no more. No more. Which I think is a big mistake, because at least he wasn't boring. Not that I ever watched it. Anyway, Janine... Um, Mm. Sorry, we can't really. Yeah, I'm sorry, we can't sort of. But I'm, (sighs) I'm trying to put myself in your position and thinking. um, I'm thinking there's a level of you that's just going to have to find peace with it. But then that doesn't that doesn't need to be a be a just a grin and bear it sort of scenario. It can actually be like what like what Mrs. Wu just said about maybe you could look at something that completely left a feel. I would never have thought of that. That's a or and it's also. I mean, I know that this is such a sort of. But cliche, a cliche or a stereotype. But what is something that you've always wanted to do that you've never done? Like, do you want to learn a language? Do you want to learn how to sew? Do you want to 
play golf? Do you want to paint wanna... your bedroom black and put a swinger swing in it? Yes. <laughs> Do you want to build a sex swing, Janine? Because you could probably help out with that. Uh, no, I'm not very mechanical. <laughs> But you know what could help? And the Janine, internet. As I said, the Janine, internet could help. Janine Dang, you're only a young spring chicken. You've got plenty of time to write oh your next God. chapter. Imagine all the porn you could just watch in your <laughs> living room. Oh, wow. That'd be cool. She's Sorry. Looking, she's looking wistfully out the window now. Uh, all, that stuff, all that junk food you could just eat if you wanted to. Okay. How did you lovelies fare with Chrissy in New Year? I sadly turned 56 to boot. Well, we talked about accuracy in New Year's. And 56. Oh, sorry, 54, Leanne. That's nothing. That's nothing, dude. Jesus. Why are people worrying about these 50s? I can't wait, 50s. Really? Yeah. Hopefully I'll be over this fucking dreadful roller coaster of hormones. Oh, God. And I can just start, like, dyeing my hair hot pink and, like... Oh, I'm having, doing that already. ...having affairs with <laughs> inappropriate Italian waiters in my car. <laughs> I really um, feel like pasta now. Okay. Cindy, you're asking a question. <laughs> I think <laughs> I need inspiration to do regular Huffy Puffy. Oh, good luck. Can you suggest <laughs> ideas? I pay someone to come and drag me out of my bed. Yeah. That's the only suggestion is you have to pay someone to come to your house to do it. Because yeah. if I join the gym, mm. and I have done in the past, um, I, it was just a very expensive piece of plastic yeah. to carry around in my wallet. Both my, both my boys want to sort of get fit. And and tone up a bit because so unfortunately, and well, yeah, we know why yours does. There's a girl on the scene, but uh, unfortunately, I think all of my all of my boys have all in, just got some genetic man boob genes, so that's unfortunate. But um, I did actually think I might get a personal trainer who just comes once a week, does a session with them both, gives them a program for the week, and then comes back every other week. Every week, is that could I do that? Of course you can. Why is that have, okay? There's so much free online content. Oh, they won't do it. They're like me. Yeah. You need someone. They're coming. Have you been for your walk yeah. or your run or how many sit-ups have you done today? And the two of them together, they'll, they'll get yeah, a competition a on. Competitions going on. Yeah, that's the only way. That's the only way to work for me. Yeah. So again, one size does not fit all for everything. Yeah. Uh, Gemma, help. My beautiful, sweet, and kind 12-year-old daughter has suddenly changed and now says she hates me and I have ruined her life. How long does this one last, oh wise one? Do you know what? You know, there's, when, they, when your kids or your teens say things to you like, you ruined my life. It's not them talking. Do you, it's, well, it's not. But do you know what? I'd just, I'd just go, you know what? I pushed you out my, your vagina, my vagina, and you ruined my vagina. And I just, and just say, see what they say. I just say, I gave you life. No, I'd be saying push you out my well, vagina. Well, I didn't push mine out my vagina. Mine well, you pushed yours out. Your, yeah, well, that's right. I und- I went through major abdominal surgery for you. And I'd love to be able to say, I've ruined my figure, but my figure wasn't good to start with. <laughs> no, neither was mine. Um, I, do you know, like, yeah, it's A, it's not them, but... It's not them, it's hormones. She's, I she's have... going into puberty and, oh, my God, I've got two in it. And let me tell you, it is a trip. And when yours are that vile to you, do they then actually come back and apologise? Oh, yeah. Always. Always. Well, that's the main thing. So long as they do actually turn around and go, I'm so sorry, Mum, I didn't mean it. I was just... No, and they're not in control of what's happening in there. Like, they're... They're, everything is being changed, like their perception of you or their mum and that you could never do any wrong. And yeah, and yeah. also, like, the world around us has changed so much since when we were kids as well. So, oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I'd hate to be hey, growing up now. Um, Would you hate to be growing up now? Yes. Oh, actually, I don't know. 
know. I don't know. Maybe? I think a lot of things that I... I don't know. I can't answer that. Because you can only answer that with your headset and your mind, your mindset of today. You know, it's really difficult to... Because I sort of... Yesterday I sent you that message about, you know, Rob, that he'd spent three and a half hours with me driving around to medical stuff with Oscar. And then we got home and then he, you know, dismantled bloody bed frames and do stuff and then he was sitting on the lounge with the boys doing VR stuff and I was like is is this how it can be like yeah. is this a real thing mm. and it, could I have had this for... and you, Rob and I were talking about later and he was just like yeah but you didn't want you don't want 25 year old you know Rob was not yeah is not you know no. and you wouldn't have your beautiful boys no no exactly um <clears throat> I was going to say oh I think I, on the face on the Hot Flush Facebook page. I'm going to put up a article that was on Medium about Fortnite and the role it plays um, for not just for kids but for adults as well. And it makes a really interesting point about that as a game, it actually creates all these spaces where kids can do these things that we all used to do in the 70s and 80s, but that now kids are the what's called the backseat kids because they all the activities they go to are highly structured and highly monitored. And so, you know, they, parents drop them there, parents pick them up. They're all highly supervised. You have to sign a waiver. And whereas we would all just go to, go you know, we'd just disappear. Smash our teeth. Yeah, we'd just disappear for, like, school holiday days like this. We'd be gone. Well, mine do. Mine are gone. Might come home for a Devon sandwich, yeah. but, like, not even that. We'd no. probably just my have something at, you know. My kids have never been into gaming, so that's never been a problem. Yeah, but it's a really interesting thing. So I'm going to post it because I think a lot of you, if you've got kids who are doing that, um, it's a really, it was a really fresh way of looking at it. Because a lot of what you see in the mainstream media is all about, oh, it's addictive and oh, it does this and oh, it does that. Yeah, it's like, oh, shut up. It's being reported on by 22 year old Bathurst graduates who like a holiday covering Sandra Sully. You know, honestly, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> happening i love watching it all the new rookies coming out now oh, and you're like oh they're gonna make you lose some weight <laughs> you're a little bit too ethnic you're not the last lady long at channel seven <laughs> oh there's gonna be some lasering around there <laughs> what did they say to tracy uh uh you know Trace? no tracy spicer oh right i want two inches off your hair and two inches off your ass I, I just can't. That was back in the 90s. Um, I'm off your ass because that's going to make such a difference to your intelligence and your value yeah. as a reporter. We're going to get her in next year. She's going to come on the show. This um, year? This year. This year? Hey, can I just say, I don't like odd years. Like, I don't like 2019. I just, I'm already in my head thinking it's 2020. 2020 reminds me of cricket. Oh, yeah, that's, there's that too. I want to have a little, I want to have a little moment about the cricket. Okay. So in the Boxing Day test and the Australian... We're losing them. We're losing them. No, no, listen, listen, listen. Because there was the Australian... Apparently the Australian batting collapse, right? And there's all this... There's all this... It's so macho, the coverage of it. It's just like how how terrible it all was. There was nothing... The whole spray about it was the Australian batting collapse. Not the fact that India was actually fucking awesome. It's like, it's just, duh. Anyway, 
That's that's all. I can honestly tell you, I have been obsessed with the women's big bash league. They How are great! Oh, so good. How great is women's sport? Oh no, women's cricket. Women's rugby. Women's rugby. I love women's rugby. Oh, um, they're so much more entertaining to watch. Too. Yeah, because they're yeah. not dirty little assholes. Exactly. They just a women's AFL. Oh, oh that's the best. Maybe we should like talk to them about sponsorship to promote women's um, rugby or something. Let me put that down in my notes. Uh, on the list. That sounds like hard work. Yeah, I know. I was just saying. On the list, Telstra. We've had no Wi-Fi for two days. Fuck you. What? Thank you. That's fucked. And even though I sent a little joke to you last night on Twitter once you've restored it that our family played Monopoly uh, instead of being on our things, it's out again today. I cannot imagine anything worse. Do you know what's on my list? What? Where I live, dear listeners. Northern Beaches in Sydney. Northern Beaches in Sydney. There's only a couple of roads out of the beaches to the rest of the world. One of those roads is called the Wakehurst Parkway. The Wakehurst Parkway speed limit is 80. Every car I get behind on the Wakehurst Parkway since the week before Christmas to now sits on 60. Like I am ready to snap necks until everyone is dead. It is just like 80 is not a goal. Like just go 80. That's it. (laughs) Are they all driving Camrys? A lot of them are. Okay, well that tells you that's that's an age bracket. Camrys. And they started out in horse and cars. A lot in Subarus. <laughs> a, lot, a lot, actually a lot in Subarus. Really? Yeah. And a, and a lot in Klugers. They're the three. Oh, you don't want to hit a Kluger. No. But it's like, guys, and it's not like there's no sign. Like every bit, there's an 80. How many people have died on that road though? Oh, well, yeah, there is that. Yeah. But it's just like, this is so, how you know yeah. it's tourist season. So, that, on the list. So, on the list, on the list <laughs> are people that do not actually obey the speed limit, who look at the limit as a goal rather than a limit. Okay, I get what you're saying. It's so frustrating. Because it's a long road. It is a long road. When, I've also when got, it's open. <laughs> no, no, it's open a lot now because they did, they've done a lot of work on it. Do you know what else is on my list? What? We went up to the Northern Beaches Hospital, the new hospital, the new Wizbang Public Private Partnership Hospital. I am now putting the Northern Beaches Hospital in the same category as Sydney Airport. Oh, which Sydney is, Airport which is, is shit. Which is also a public private partnership that seems to be working very well for the private partner as in Macquarie Bank and not so much for us. What's that? What is that? Is that your dog? Is it your dog having a scratch? Come on, come on. Here you come. Isabel Barbara loves me. Anyway, so we went up to we went up to the hospital yesterday because we there's a medical centre up there. So we thought we would go up there um, and we rang reception and said, "Can you put us through to the medical centre, please?" And she goes, "Okay." And she put us through, and then it rang and rang and rang and rang and rang, and she came back. I think we dropped a twisty down there. Oh, <laughs> she rang and rang. Oh, we found it. She found it. And then she came back and she goes, oh, you've come back to me and no one's answering. I'm not sure if they're open or not. And I went, you're not sure? Like... Did you say it in a Geordie accent? You're not sure? Uh, Rob actually went... Actually, no, it was Rob who went, how do you not know? And I was like, oh, that's a bit rude. Um, And she said, oh, I think they normally open at 10. All right. And we were on a two-hour wait for the medical centre in Mona Vale. So we went, right... We had a deadline. We were meant to get Oscar up to his grandparents by 
So we drove up there, parking, 15, uh, fi- this is a hospital, people, a hospital. Because we've all got so much money. 15 minutes free. You get 15 minutes free. What are you doing in a hospital car park in 15 minutes? Like, if you've had a patient in there, you're not getting a patient out in that amount of time. No. So, anyway, we go, so, and then... That actually makes the first... Fuck all sense to me. No. Then the first hour... Uh, six dollars seventy or ninety. Just, just pay from the start, but fifteen minutes free. That just adds more tension to your day. It does. Day. It actually makes you pissed off. Like, get rid of that. Oh. And then ah. it's and then it's six dollars seventy, and then it's nine dollars ninety or Gladys something. Very and I and then you, um, and then anyway, we find the medical center, open nine thirty till ten p.m. or something. Door shut, locked, lights all on. No sign on the door about holiday hours or anything like that. And and that's it. Just says we're open from nine thirty till whatever. And then you just nothing. So they're liars. And I'm just going and meanwhile when you walk into the hospital, there's like there's, you know, lights and Christmas stuff. And I'm going, Do you know what? Save your money on your fucking decorations. I don't this is a hospital. I don't need fucking decorations. I want care for patients and people. And I don't want to be absolutely scammed in the car park. Yeah, that's bullshit. Like, hospital car parking should not... It, You're not there to shop. It shouldn't be... It, it should, should be, be like free. Some, it, well, it should be free. It should, it be, should free. be free. And it's just like... Because it's not as if there's a huge range of public transport <gasps> options here. We are seriously starting to slide, darling. God, why did we end with on the list? We needed to end with something upbeat. Upbeat? Well, what are you looking forward to? I'll tell you what I'm looking forward yes. to. I'm going away with my son Horatio, his best friend and his mother, and we're going to hit up the Gold Coast uh, old school style. Um, if you are in... What is old school style? Uh, just go to the beach. A white pant? Yeah. A capri? A, a, capri. a white a capri leopard, pant? A leopard print And a leopard... A... <laughs> and a gold sandal? I've got it all covered off. Um, and we've actually organised... The thing is, she's you're... not kidding. Oh, and of course I'm not kidding. Uh, and if you're in the Woogs Worldwide women community, we are organising a meet-up on the Sunday. So if you're in that group, you'll know about that. We're all going to get together and have that's a Sunday lovely. session at the Stingray Bar at QT Hotel. Oh, that's... Uh, I'm looking forward to meeting as many readers as I can. That is so cool. Maybe I should do some sort of like... Meet up in Melbourne. You should. A hot flush meet up in Melbourne. Yeah. Just put it out there. I'm just putting it out there. Well, I just sort of put something up on Facebook and they're like, yeah, so I think there's about 15 of us. We're just going to get on the one afternoon. I need to find something. Maybe I need to do it in like St Kilda and then where yeah, the, kids can, the kids cool. can all be yeah. there, like even the young kids. Mm. And then we can all just mm. have I'm some jealous. bubbles. I want to be there. Yeah, that would be fun. And that is fun. That's what I'm looking forward to. You're, what um, are you looking forward to, Kim? I am, wrap it up. I'm so looking forward to going to Melbourne with the boys. Yeah. I Melbourne's think it's a great city. It just, you know, none of them have ever been to Melbourne. And you're so, going to get to eat the best food. I know. I know. And we're staying in, we're staying at my cousin's house. She's, she and her family are going off skiing in Japan. Like everyone else is. And so we're going to go to their house. So I'm going to spend a lot of time going, don't put your hands on the walls. <laughs> Pick up that towel! Pick up that towel! Who left this plate on this table that seems to be leaving a mark on? Because, <laughs> you know, they're a little bit more fancy than we are. 
but she's awesome. She's absolutely awesome. So that'll be fun. But um, yeah, so I'm really, I'm really looking forward to that. And Rob's coming down. Rob's flying down awesome. and meeting us next week. And we're, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And then when I get back, um, I'm working, I've got four days of work that as soon as we're back on the Sunday and I've got four days of work that week on breakfast oh, at fun. ABC. Is Wendy and Robbie back then? I'm not sure if they're back that week or the week after, but okay. I'm like straight back into it. Excellent. And I'm like... And you'll be so revived and ready to... And okay. I said to Rob yesterday... What is your word? It's not abundance. It's not sustenance. It's murder. <laughs> but now after you've just said about that, what is your word? My, actually, my word for the year is actually excitement. There you go. Mm. Mine's still stab. Because <laughs> I said, no, you punch. 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 Stab's well, better. Word is stab's stab. better. Stab's better. It sort of has more like you can feel it like going in. <laughs> um, there's one last thing I wanted to say. And it was, I say, Rob and I just went randomly for a walk through Sydney City last night. Like we got to his and it was such a beautiful night. The temperature was just gorgeous. And so we just went for a walk through the city. What was that? Our service should now be restored. Oh, that's good. And, yeah, so we just went through and we're look, looking at all the high-rise buildings and then found these gorgeous buildings on O'Connell Street that were, were developed, that were designed by the guy who designed the War Memorial. And, um, and as we were walking along, I said to Rob, I realised that last year I started the year and I was pretty apprehensive because I'd been made redundant and I still hadn't landed a new job and it was all a bit meh, but I sort of knew it would be okay, but I was pretty apprehensive. And whereas this year, I'm starting the year and I feel a real sense of excitement and enthusiasm. Like, who knows what it will bring? Yeah. And it could be bad, could be great. You can have no control over it. Have no control over it. (laughs) And I just know that it'll be okay because I've got my peeps. But mine really is, um, and I am using your word, onwards. It really is onward. It's onwards for me. And we had one of those, one of our readers, and one of our listeners said that in the post, that she had her day of just self-pity and yep. lying in bed. And it's like, yes, but you got up. Yeah. And you're allowed to have those days. You're but totally mine is allowed. onwards and to stop spending so much time reflecting on what's going on. Yes. To stop worrying about things that are never going to happen. Yes. And just, like, do fun stuff. Yes. Okay. So here's to 2019. Abundance. No, sustenance. Still, I don't understand why that was your word. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Please go and rate us in iTunes so we can beat um, all of the other really bad podcasts. Yeah. um, That are are well-designed and... And and well-produced. Well-produced. And and have sponsors and (laughs) are actually doing important things yeah rob um, lowenthal what are you doing still no lunch um so thank you for listening and we will catch up with you in a few weeks <gasps> yes when we're both back and yeah. what are you gonna say <gasps> just keep plucking